0: Well, hello. It is me, your friend Marty. I should say, it is I. It is I, your friend Marty. Listen, folks, this is uh, a little solo mini-episode I'm recording right now. I would include our beloved co-ghost, Lindley, but Lindley had to... uh, We had to postpone our joint recording because her pipes froze. I hope that most of you at home have not been experiencing the same thing. Tis the season for your pipes to freeze. If I was somebody who lived in a house, I would give you my tips on keeping that from happening. But I don't. I live in an apartment building and it's just not an issue that we face in our apartments here. Anyway, welcome to OKC SPAN Podcast Edition. This is your co-ghost Marty Piercy, the one responsible for the Twitter account uh, that hopefully you follow uh, of the same name, at OKC underscore SPAN. Um, so uh, I just really just want to make a, a, a short episode, talk about a couple of things real quick that have happened recently and something's coming up. Um, no big news, Uh But uh, Lindley and I were planning to record an episode to talk specifically about policing in Oklahoma City. Well, generally about policing in Oklahoma City and crime and punishment in Oklahoma City. And we wanted to talk about the real-time crime center as well as some stuff about the jail and policing in general. We're going to get to that. Uh, I'm just not going to do it by myself today. Hopefully, we'll get to record tomorrow afternoon, so you might get two days in a row of new okc spam podcast episodes. We'll see. Um, But for now, I just want to welcome all of you. I want to welcome people who follow us on Twitter uh, and don't know us. I want to welcome people who follow us on Twitter and do know us. I want to thank my f- I want to welcome my friends. I want to welcome my enemies. Enemies, you're welcome here. Either you will hear something that will change your heart or you'll hear something that will make you fart. <laughs> That's right, that rhymed. <laughs> That's off the cuff. Uh, but enemies are welcome to listen to. I just don't rate and review this unless you like it. Um, so let's, let's see who I've I've welcomed followers, I've welcomed non-followers, I've welcomed friends, I've welcomed enemies. Uh I think that's everybody. I wanna give a special shout out and a welcome to uh a group I think gets a lot less like a lot less media and attention, a lot less spotlight than they really deserve. And that is Oklahoma City's sexiest survivors of IBS. That's right, irritable bowel syndrome. It's a widespread problem that we just don't talk about very much. And a lot of sufferers, let's don't call them sufferers, let's call them survivors. Let's call them thrivers, thrivers. Let am say my friend Sam is a thriver of IBS. Is Sam sexy? I couldn't really answer that question. He's ginger, and that's, I think we all... Can agree that's gross, just off the cap, that's gross. But uh, I know that like Joe Beth once said that like she thought he was basically cute enough looking for a dude who's around. Um, so I don't know if that's what passes for sex. She has pretty high standards, <laughs> as you can see with the uh arm candy, uh, but she. That she acquired over the last 12 years uh being me. So uh now that we've got that out of the way um there are a couple of things I want to talk about. Specifically okay. So uh had a county commissioners meeting this morning and it was inconsequential uh for the most part just nothing happened. It was a, a matter of fact, honestly, I think it might have been the shortest meeting I've ever I've ever covered. Uh, yeah, that's possible. I, like I was ready at nine o'clock. They started a few minutes late. They finished the BOCC meeting and then had the Public Buildings Authority meeting immediately after. And when it was all said and done, it was nine fifteen. So I mean, like it really was super short. That's how little happened. However, one thing of import. I don't know how important it will be, but uh, Senator Ben Brown has finally left the jail trust. Uh, That's a good thing. Um, I don't know why he left. Honestly, I didn't catch that he left until today. Hopefully it's not that he died, (laughs) but that's possible. I think I would have heard about it if Ben Brown died. Uh, He will one day. So I want you to brace yourself for that. Uh, It's just the reality of uh, our political system is that Senator Ben Brown, who resembles the Crypt Keeper's oldest son, let's say, um, uh, an old comrade of mine once said, he looks like a racist scarecrow who's upset that all the crows turned out to be black. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> uh, good job. Miss you, Duran. Uh, the, uh, yeah, Ben Brown left the jail trust, and today he was the representative of District 2. He was the appointee of Commissioner Brian Mon, and so today they voted to accept a new nominee to fill that vacant spot. Uh, That person's name is Rochelle Gray, and I don't know a damn thing about her. Uh, I will find out as the days pass, but for now, just know that there's a new, uh, not a new sheriff in town. I started to say that, but got a wish. Uh, But no, it's a new member of the jail trust. So we'll be hearing more about that over the coming Coming months, uh, they meet again first Monday of February, so you know, tune in then we'll see what happens. Jail trust doesn't do a whole lot. Um, I just really I'm really disappointed in that in that uh, I don't know the mechanics of starting a trust to control the jail, and while trusts are pretty fishy. Uh, because they're not elected, they're appointed, etc. It says a lot of fishy stuff about trusts. But at least this trust is fairly forward, you know, outward facing. We all knew about it, we all watched it being formed, but they just don't do much. And it makes me wonder how many things that maybe those members are doing behind the scenes, not on not via email or text, um, where there are records to be found. But uh they don't accomplish much during their meetings, and it's hard for me to see anything they might be accomplishing in between those meetings. But they only meet once a month, so I, you know, welcome Rochelle Gray, whoever you are. Hopefully, you'll at least not do any damage while you're there. All right? I think we can all agree on that. Um, honestly, they just didn't do. Much else that was interesting. Oh, yes, one thing that they did, and we'll probably talk about this in our next episode when we talk about policing and crime and punishment and all of that, Um, they agreed, they had an agreement, the county commissioners uh, passed a a service agreement with, um, now I have to look it up, I've already forgotten the name, uh, of the company, but the company uh, will be providing services regarding site acquisition uh, for the jail, um, for the the proposed jail. Uh, Smith Roberts Land Services. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, what does that mean? Uh, I guess that they're a company that will assess whether the land is uh, a suggested site is uh, suitable uh, and meets these criteria, and if it's, I guess, just worth the price the county is being asked for it. I, you know, these things are bigger than anything I've ever experienced personally in life. Like, obviously, I, well, I don't know if it's obvious. I don't own anything. Certainly not any land, certainly not enough land that it would fit a new jail. Uh, And I've never purchased or sold anything so big that I would need to hire an outside firm to help with that. Unless you count eBay or Etsy, I guess. I guess I have. You've caught me out. The day is yours. The hair splitters and Gnostics enjoy their finest hour. Congratulations, you caught me. Um, so, yeah, they've, they agreed to services with that, that company. Um, so, that means it's ongoing. We don't know where the jail is going to end up. Last week, I would have said, uh, all in, it's the stockyards county owns property down there, etc., have discovered, have discovered since that that site's not going to work because the cost to remediate the land to make it stable enough to build that kind of facility on. So it turns out that underneath that site is like river sand, basically. So they'd have to do a lot of shoring up sub-foundationally to make that a viable site, and we're talking just tens tens of millions, like twenty million dollars off the front of that cost uh, to do that, and that's just not part of the. It's not part of any idea of a budget that has been had for the jail. So, probably not going to be in the stockyards. Um, Where's it going to be? I don't know. The wheel goes round and round. I know there are some people at county who would like for it to go where the current jail is. And I know there are some people at the city, I'm going to say some people in the city, uh, people with a lot of money, who don't want that to happen. Probably uh, my speculation, just pure speculation on my part, is that that's... Because that property is highly developable. Um, You know, like tear that building out and build condos or build, you know, like they're going to, whoever develops that is going to make a fucking mint off of it. Right. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Now I'll tell you, this is very important. I'm glad that we're getting to talk about this right now because Monday evening at 6 PM, I believe I'm going to check my social media to make sure I've got that, uh, that time right. Um, Yeah, it's at 6 p.m. at 6 to 7.30. Yes, Monday night, 6 to 7.30 on January uh, 22nd at Metro Tech at the Spring Lake campus, the main campus uh, in the auditorium. If you need to know where that is, it's 1900 Spring Lake Drive. Uh, If you're putting it into your Maps That's zip code 73111. Um, so there will be a forum, a town hall type of forum uh, about the new jail location uh, so that we can get some public input to people who aren't representative of the county um, to uh, Regardless of their feelings, none of the county commissioners or their representatives have been invited to speak at this. I believe they've been invited to come and listen, uh, which is not really their strong suit, generally speaking, but they've been invited to come listen. Uh, On that forum will be Claudia Brown. Uh, You might not know her. She's the Ward 3 City Councilor in Dell City. Uh, let's don't forget that Dell City and Midwest City are very much part of the discussion for this jail. Um, as are Yukon and Mustang. Yukon's not. Yukon and Mustang are not afraid that the jail is going to go in the middle of their community. By the way, that's not something that they're concerned about. But uh, Dell City is one of the us- utilizers of our county jail, and they are county residents, county voters. So. Uh, We'll have a city councilor from Dell City there. James Cooper from Ward 2 of Oklahoma City. You know him. Uh, Representative Jason Lowe of HD 97. You probably know Representative Lowe. He'll be there. Um, Let's see. Nikki Nice from Ward 7. uh, One of the city's greatest city (laughs) councilors. Nikki Nice will be on hand, as will Friend of the Show. Friend of the show, Joe Beth Hammond, Ward 6 City Councilor. Joe Beth Hammond. I know her professionally and personally and can say with confidence that if she is there, she will hear people talking and will take note of things that are said. Um, also joining my City Councilor, anyway, um, also at that panel, uh, on that panel will be Representative Forrest Bennett uh, of HD 92, the fighting 92nd, that's where I live in the 92nd district, house district of the state of Oklahoma. And my representative, Forrest Bennett, will be there also. Um, you know, we've got representatives there from a lot of the city and county. We've got Dell City, we've got Northwest OKC, we've got Uh, The eastern part of the city and county We've got northeast Oklahoma City We have downtown near Southside And we have Southside Represented in the person of Forrest Bennett Not the most Southside looking dude that I know But still he's uh, Pretty good at listening Most of the time And I appreciate that about him So that will be Monday night at 6pm From 6 to 7.30 Really encourage you to be there I will be there and I will live tweet the event. Hopefully, according to the organizers, they're they're looking for a way to stream that. It may just be Facebook Live. I shouldn't say just Facebook Live. A lot of people access that. So that's something to be on the lookout for, okay? Um, That's Monday night. Um, I'll be promoting that by sharing a graphic on Twitter and Instagram and whatever else. So feel free to share that as well. Um, let's see, I've got most of the hog wrangling out of the way here uh, as far as stuff I wanted to talk about. One one more thing. Um, one of the many ways that our community, sometimes being a, a single individual person in this community can make you feel like you're in the matrix and nothing around you is really real, it's just sort of a an impression you have <laughs> is that right now uh, we're in the season where we start hearing a lot of insane shit coming from uh, the legislature because Sessions right around the corner. I mean, it's really about to start here and just not very long, uh, a couple of weeks, but uh, we what we hear about right now are the weirdest things that somebody's proposed. And a lot of times it kind of just feels like, like, especially for those of us who are like, who have any scraps of humanity left inside of us, uh, or sense of responsibility for the community around us left, uh, it feels a little bit right now, like we're in a simulation of some sort and it's unlike the matrix. It's not pleasant. It's not something that lulls us into comfort. Uh, it's like the simulation is the uh, the uh, the latent dream, if you will, the the really the really awful thing that we're actually experiencing. Uh, but listen, this is not the beginning and end of history. This is a, this is a blip in the radar. Will there be some harmful, dangerous? Uh, bills taken up in this session? Yes, absolutely. I don't know what they are, but I can. I feel confident, sadly, uh, saying yes, we will. Uh, we will see some pretty damaging bills. Are they going to be the bills that say that, like, if you're left-handed, you have to register your every... Uh, every pair of pants you have with the gun, No, that shit's not going to pass, right? That's just something somebody used to get attention so that they can say to their slack-jawed constituents, see, see, I tried to bring a voice of reason and conservative traditional American values to the legislature by punishing the Uh, left-handed. You know, they're going to do that shit, but we're not going to actually have to deal with it. But there will be some real heinous shit, so I'm just saying hold your horses... Try not to let your outrage get the best of you until we hear some things that are in committee and, and are dangerous uh, and stand a chance to pass from committee. Um, I'm not the best person to follow for that coverage. I, I'm pretty open about it. I don't cover state government. I don't cover federal stuff. I'll talk about some state and federal stuff here and there. But that's not my bread and butter. It's not my wheelhouse. There are people who already do it who are really good at it. So I would really recommend following. uh, The best person that I can recommend to follow regarding upcoming legislation is Nicole McAfee. Uh, Nicole will not toot their own horn under any circumstances. But let me say, I... If there's anybody who's a more fierce advocate uh, for this community and people who are vulnerable in it uh, than Nicole, I don't know who they are. So I would follow Nicole for some real straightforward coverage of what happens in session and what, what dangers to the community are, are being promoted there. Um, I would also follow, as far as news go, uh, nothing against the television reporters. Uh, locally who cover the state. Uh, But, you know, it's television reporting. They're ultimately going to have to report what the producers and uh, the bosses uh, want them to. And so... You know, I've seen some really dedicated reporters have to get out, uh, get up out of an important county commissioners meeting and go cover a car wreck. That's just how it works with TV news. Nothing against the people who do it. There are some really great journalists just want you to know if you really want consistent reporting, uh, you can follow those people, but I would also follow somebody who has been there for a long time, uh, in uh, I'll say Trace Savage from NonDoc uh has a lot of relationships up there and generally speaking knows what's going on uh uh, uh yeah he's a good person to follow and at least you know you'll get some good articles you definitely get some good in the moment coverage and uh if there's some things that shoot off from that you'll know you'll learn from him uh about things happening that you might want to look into elsewhere so um I know it can be kind of spooky having these insane uh legislative agendas like the dude had the thing where anybody getting arrested for anything gang related uh who was uh Hispanic would be labeled a terrorist. It's pretty fucked up, um, but that—I mean—he already said he made a mistake and he's changing the language. It is important, though. We got to pay attention to what the state does because our city is not a monolith and our county is not a monolith. Essentially, we're practicing under home rule, right? I don't know if you're familiar with home rule. I would say the probably the most famous example of that would be Ireland under England. It's a place that that has what seems to be self-governing powers, but ultimately they don't really because the foreign power has a final say about it. So, you know, that's like Ireland with England or all of the U.S. protectorates like, you know, Puerto Rico, Guam, other parts of Micronesia. Um, it's a lot like the relationship between Cardassia and Bajor during the cooling of hostilities. Uh, um, but before Bajor, um, Bajor's resistance really kind of... Anyway, I'm not going to... kind of ran out of steam on that Star Trek reference. Um, listen, that's all I got for now. Like I said, uh, hopefully be back tomorrow, the next day with Lindley Faye Smith to talk about policing, including... Uh, jail stuff, real-time crime center, and uh, probably throw in a little bit about the Sheriff's Department and what, that's, what that actually does. Uh, as always, want to thank you for listening. If you have any comments, questions uh, uh, for Lenley and me, or Lenley or me, please feel free to email us at okcspanpod.com. At gmail.com Got an email from listener and friend Tom Periam the other day Appreciate that Tom Uh, Tom had some good questions We're actually going to try to address some of that uh, Upcoming Uh, But also just appreciate the encouragement Um, It's good to know somebody's listening Um, Unlike my friends In the Discord Who all claim to support me But none of them listen to this It's really pathetic I don't really have any friends. It's just you and me, listener. It's just you and me against the world. I should say, Joe Beth and both dogs will also be with me against the world. So it's you, Joe Beth, DJ, Charlie Brown, and me against the world, listener. And I appreciate you having my back. Uh, Okay, love you, bye.